This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, history's worst plagues and how we respond or don't respond to them. In the AIDS epidemic, we got very good at demonizing people who were afflicted with an illness. The worst diseases in history when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, the producer and host of Radio Health Journal. If you like listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics, from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. This week on Viewpoints. There's an old saying in Nepal that educating your daughter is like watering a flower in another man's garden. What's being done to stop human trafficking in Nepal? Then, the first barrier to get over with our customers is that freshness perception. Farmer's Fridge is changing the vending machine game. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Radio Health Journal and Viewpoints on your favorite radio station. And subscribe and listen anytime on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Health Journal. I said the most dangerous disease is. I said the most dangerous disease is. I talk it like the elephantitis. The other one is the polomyelitis. Arthritis and the one diabetes. I said the most dangerous disease Dangerous diseases. They make us sick and may even kill us. Some diseases may even wipe out huge numbers of people. And aliens are not immune, at least in literature. In H.G. Wells's science fiction novel, War of the Worlds, Martians invade Earth and humans are terrorized. No weapons of war can kill the aliens. Then, just when all seems hopeless, the Martians mysteriously start dying and eventually are completely wiped out. What gets them in the end? Earthly microbial infection. In other words, plague. I guess when I say plague, I'm talking about... Any disease that seems to strike down otherwise very healthy people who are in the prime of their lives that people don't immediately know how to respond to or have a cure for. That's Jennifer Wright, author of Get Well Soon, History's Worst Plagues and the Heroes Who Fought Them. One of the most horrifying stories to me is the story of smallpox and how when Spanish settlers brought it over to the New World, it almost immediately completely destroyed the Aztec Empire and Incan Empire. These went from being highly developed civilizations to, within a matter of years, simply not existing. And then there's Typhoid Mary, perhaps history's most infamous plague carrier. Typhoid Mary is such a fascinating story because she starts out as this wonderful success story. She was an Irish immigrant. She was an incredibly talented cook. She came to America. She was working for very, very wealthy families on Park Avenue. The only problem was she was also an asymptomatic carrier of typhoid. And that meant that she had typhoid and could pass it on to other people, but she herself never got sick. You can imagine what happens next. Everyone in the family she serves gets sick and dies. So Mary takes a position with another family, and they all die, too. And typhoid Mary just seemed to think that she maybe had really bad luck. (laughs) 
And it was just really unfortunate that every time she went to work for a new family, uh, people started dying around her. But it was only when this very intrepid health inspector started to notice that she seemed to be a common link between all of these outbreaks of typhoid that they found out that she was the one spreading it. Typhoid Mary is one of the more celebrated cases in Wright's book, but not the strangest. Wright describes what's called the dancing plague, and it starts with a woman in the 1500s who, as the name suggests, just can't stop dancing. A historian from the period around 1518 said she was probably just doing it to annoy her husband because he hated dancing. That was not the case. The dancing plague was a hysterical outbreak that within a few weeks, 400 people in the village of Strasbourg, where Frau Trofea lived, followed her lead and began dancing. And that sounds like it would be kind of fun, but they couldn't stop. So they were dancing until bones were poking out of their feet. They were dancing until they had heart attacks in the street. Their relatives would try to restrain them. They broke free of their restraints so they could go back to dancing. It was a really horrible psychological outbreak. Wright says historians have conflicting theories as to what caused the dancing plague. Some people think it's the result of ergot poisoning that can cause people to convulse. But all of the records are very clear that people were dancing. They weren't convulsing. So I think it was probably an outbreak of hysterical madness, especially because there were a lot of psychological factors at play. Those factors included war, famine, and starvation. Wright says what eventually alleviated the dancers' suffering was more dancing. But this time, it was dancing around a shrine dedicated to St. Vitus, the patron saint of dancing. But the miraculous part of that story to me is just that the town really came together and said, we want to help our neighbors. They were incredibly compassionate. They didn't demonize anyone who was stricken with this bizarre plague, which we still don't do that today. In the AIDS epidemic, we got very good at demonizing people who were afflicted with an illness. Wright says throughout history, we've made many mistakes in response to illnesses we don't understand. The biggest one is to try to decide that everybody who is sick has somehow brought it upon themselves by being a bad person. Diseases don't care about uh, who you are. Wright says she feels incredibly lucky to have lived a life that has been plague-free so far, but she's not holding her breath that her luck will continue. My generation, at least, is a generation that has never had to see our contemporaries die of inexplicable causes. In America, obviously, if you just lived through Ebola in West Africa, that's a very different story. But we're one of the first generations that has ever had that kind of luck. An older generation experienced AIDS, the generation before that experienced polio, the generation before that experienced the Spanish flu. I don't want to seem really fatalistic and say that we're due, but I would be very surprised if I got to live until old age without ever seeing a plague breakout. Not a cheery thought, but perhaps a realistic one. We'll see if modern medicine can continue to find cures for mysterious diseases like those that have plagued us in the past. We also need to take to heart hard-won lessons about not judging people on the basis of their health. You can learn more about Jennifer Wright and her book, Get Well Soon, by visiting our website, radiohealthjournal.net. Our writer-producer this week is Polly Hansen. I'm Nancy Benson. I said you most dangerous diseases. I said you most
Radio Health Journal returns in just a moment. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call this toll-free number right now. 800-279-0419. That's 800-279-0419. By calling your addiction team, you're taking the first steps to recovery. Don't fight addiction alone. Their advisors are ready to take your call. Your future is still a bright place. The help you need could be one call away. 800-279-0419. That's 800-279-0419. This call is completely confidential. And if you have private insurance, there could be little to no cost to you. Even if you've already been to treatment, give us a call. There's no need to let addiction ruin your life. Take the first step now. Call your addiction team at 800-279-0419. That's 800-279-0419. Make the free call now. 800-279-0419. Your addiction team is a third-party advertiser for various treatment centers and placement networks. Individual results will vary. Visit youraddictionteam.com slash terms for more information. Paid non-attorney spokesperson paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention military vets and current soldiers who served between 2002 to 2016. Have you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces? You may be entitled to compensation. 3M, the manufacturer of earplugs made for combat, recently paid the government $9.1 million to settle a False Claims Act case for knowingly selling these defective earplugs for over a decade. Specifically, the United States argued that the manufacturer knew their earplugs were too short for proper insertion into users' ears and that the earplugs could loosen and therefore didn't perform properly or reduce noise the way they should have. If you or a loved one suffered hearing loss or tinnitus after serving or while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces, you need to choose the right legal team that has the experience, support staff, and resources to seek the most compensation for your injuries. Call the Sentinel Group now for more information and a free case review. Call 800-655-6458. 800-655-6458. That's 800-655-6458. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-835-1478. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-835-1478. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-835-1478. That's 1-800-835-1478. Thank you for listening to Radio Health Journal, a production of MediaTracks Communications. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please support our show by subscribing, sharing it with a friend, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find more Radio Health Journal stories about health, science, and technology on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and RadioHealthJournal.net. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Health Journal. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. We all too often see people looking at the date and throwing out food unnecessarily. 
When they do that, they're not only throwing out the food, but they're throwing money right down the trash. Food waste. It costs more than most people think. Then, hypothalamic hematoma. Since laughter is the main symptom, or at least the first one, a delay in diagnosis is nothing unusual. We always thought that it was a sign for him to tell us somehow, his body somehow was telling us that it's time for him to go to sleep. He would also giggle in the middle of the night. All that and more on Radio Health Journal.